The Marvel. I'm just kidding. Marvel. The Marvel Show. We talk about Marvel sometimes. Sometimes we cover Marvel stuff. Hey guys, uh, I'm Alec. And I am Chandler. And you know we're doing another Marvel podcast. We just got a little fun idea. We said we talk about Marvel a lot. Let's record that. Exactly. And you know. It's like, you know those Cinderella movies that come out and they're like, not another Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the same with us. It's like not another Marvel podcast right. or a YouTube channel. But you know what? We talk about it a lot as it is. I think we have some pretty good theories. So, we're freaking funny. Yeah. We're freaking cute. We're freaking all of those things. We're single. Oh! <laughs> I might, might have to cut that part out. <laughs> um, anyway, so to get started... Uh, actually, before we actually even get into the like episodes and Loki, we're gonna be talking about Loki today. Loki episode four predictions, yeah. all the good stuff, yeah. all the good stuff, and just how great of a show Loki is so Truly. far. We love it. Um, before we get there, though, me and Chandler are roommates in New York, and we just we bonded over Marvel. We do. We had and, a time. Yeah. yeah, and we like we got an apartment during the pandemic, and. Obviously, like everyone else during the pandemic, it was just kind of like nobody had anything to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Marvel fans, the last thing they had seen in theaters, and we actually saw it together with Spider-Man Far From Home. Home. We saw that on 42nd Street and 7th Avenue, and then the final scene happens on 34th Street, literally eight blocks down. Yeah. Oh, we were, oh, oh I got chills thinking we about were, it. Yeah. <laughs> we were nerding out hardcore. Um, yeah. So we saw that, and then it was like, Marvel had all of these plans to drop like movies and shows oh, like way sooner, man. and then we end up going like forever without any Marvel content. So I think, I think we got a new apartment. Me and Chandler, we have a few other roommates, and then the show started hitting, mm-hmm. and it was just like, oh, Insane. Marvel's back and Wanda Vision. Yeah, Wanda Vision <laughs> was the introduction to kind of like Marvel being back, and honestly, that was a great thing yeah. to kind of welcome us back to like Marvel was Wanda Vision because. Me and Chandler debate all the time, like, what's better, WandaVision <laughs> or Loki? But definitely not Falcon in the Winter Soldier. But definitely Soldier. not Falcon. Nah, it's, there's good things about that show. Kind of. Kind of. Sort of. Sort of. Uh. uh. <laughs> but, when, did, when did your Marvel obsession start, Alec? When did this happen? Ooh, that's a great question. I, I think, like, every other kid, um, I was obsessed with Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire? Yeah, like, just, like... You had the toys. You watched the cartoons. Yeah. Uh, it was very much like Spider-Man and Batman as a kid and Star Wars. Like, mm. that was my life. And I think Marvel just had this sense of, like, it's it stayed consistent. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you like everything. Yeah. And then you kind of grow out of some things. I think Marvel was one of those things that's, like, X-Men movies were coming out as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I would see those in theaters. I remember seeing X-Men 3 in theaters. And I knew that they were made by a different studio than, you know the MCU and all that. And then, obviously, in 2008, the first Iron Man comes out, mm. and me and my brothers went to go see that. I was, like, nine Jeez. or ten years old, That's I think. Crazy. Maybe a yeah. little bit old. Maybe 11 or something. Anyways, and having, like, Marvel's first, like, movie into this, like, what could possibly become this big universe, mm. like, back then, it was like, whoa, this is epic. Yeah. And we were talking about this the other day, like watching Avengers is like, do you remember that feeling of being a nerd as a kid and just thinking like, I wonder where they're going to take it. Oh my God. And now you like move forward like 10, 11 years mm-hmm. and it's just like, they've created this insane universe. Yeah. How about you? I think, I, I mean, I loved Iron Man. I loved Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire growing up, but 
it wasn't probably until like Civil War mm. where it really clicked. That, really? Yeah, where I was like, oh, this is really like a, a universe, a complete universe. Before that, I loved Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> and then that went off. Chandler the does look like Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> um, but yeah, after Civil War, I was like, okay, this is, this is sick. And then obviously Age of Ultron. So you kind of like, I didn't realize, you kind of started... Started late. I mean, yeah, you kind of like. I, I always watched the movies and went to the theaters and stuff, but it wasn't until Civil War that I was like, oh, okay, wow. I love this. You know, it's, it's actually weird to hear that because, like, for me, uh, Civil War was that. It was kind of the same thing, I guess, like, same experience. I think it was for everyone, mm-hmm. but it was more of a, like, like, a new era for Marvel. True. Because it was like Spider-Man got introduced into the yeah. MCU for the first oh time. Oh my gosh. Black Panther got introduced to the MCU and it was just like revolutionary for me. Because yeah. I was like, I remember as a kid when the Amazing Spider-Man movies were coming out with Andrew Garfield, I was like, <laughs> there is no like, within my timeline, <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds like a Within key. your sacred timeline. Within, within my secret timeline. Yeah. Within my life, I don't think I'll ever see Spider-Man in the MCU. Literally, that's what I thought so because I, I knew Sony had so much uh, control over the character. And they, they rebooted, you know, the Sam Raimi films and yeah. they were doing these new ones. And I remember going to see Amazing Spider-Man 2 in theaters with Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. and thinking, dang, like, I love Spider-Man, but it sucks knowing that he's never going to be in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Civil War, it was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, this is this actually... Is this, this is happening. Is, this yeah. is happening. Um, but yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Yeah, that changed my life. I think that was when I was like, I love this. I, yeah. want, I want more of this. What, what was it about Civil War specifically that kind of you know what really caught my eye about civil war is the fact that it was just like it's labeled as like a captain america movie it's captain america civil war but then everybody else is in it Mm -hmm. and so like i i didn't watch like i wasn't you know big on the trailer watching anything so i just went expecting a captain america movie and then everyone's in it and it's this big thing and spider-man comes swinging and grabs his shield dude i just i lost my crap yeah it was just so good have you heard people say it's actually super fun it's like all over the internet but They're like, uh, Civil War is essentially just Avengers 2.0. Really? Or like 3.0. Or, no, 2.0. Yeah. It's just an Avengers movie that's better than Age of Ultron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, oh, we have so much stuff to talk about. Uh, I'm excited for the future of the show, because like, Dude, being able wait. to talk about, like, we're so late into this Marvel game. Like, yeah. we're we're literally starting a podcast, like, midway into the Loki <laughs> show. Like, it's almost over. And we've missed years of films mm-hmm. so it'll be fun to kind of like go back and look at old true films reminisce and, and reminisce and uh-huh. break those down but so let's get started with loki loki um yeah you want to kind of break down? yeah so loki where are we at so far so we're in the time variance authority they have revealed to us that there is a sacred timeline that we are all following if you break off that sacred timeline they get pretty pissed off and they're going to take you in loki when he still is the tesseract and in game Broke off the sacred timeline, um, and that got Owen Wilson's attention. And <laughs> wow. wow, wow! And so now he's there. He was working with the TVA for a long time. And in episode three, he broke off with Lady Loki or mm. Sylvie, half enchantress, half Lady Loki. Um, and then episode four was a wild, wild yeah. ride. Be- before we get to episode four. I think, like, a lot of people were saying episode three, they had, like, mixed feelings about it. Like, a lot of people either said it felt like a filler episode, and a lot of people were like, no, I loved it. I think I kind of feel, like, in the middle. I think it felt like a filler episode, but 
I also feel like a lot of important like groundwork was laid. Yeah, it felt like a filler episode, but like a necessary yeah. filler episode. I will say though, it did kind of feel like they're pulling their punches in that episode. Like, mm-hmm. like by the time we got into episode four, we're like, oh, right, like you know, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is what's happening. Totally. Um, yeah. Then so obviously, episode four comes episode along. Episode four is absolutely nuts. So. Sylvie and Loki almost kiss. Yeah, was that a kiss? Was it a kiss? I don't know. I've actually I heard a theory today that says they that some random person on TikTok thought that they think the Nexus event, which is what the episode is called, episode four, um, was the fact that two Lokis almost actually died, and the oh, Lokis don't ever die. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? So they're like not supposed. So to they're die. not supposed to die. Whoa. I know. Shoot. I don't know. But also, it did look like they almost kissed. Yeah. I, okay. So but, the thing is, I don't know if I. I definitely feel like there's this tension between them, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of feel like okay. So the actress who plays Sylvie uh-huh. was in an interview before the show came out, and this might have been her avoiding spoilers. But she said that there's no romantic. Uh, she's she's not like what's it called um, involved in anyone in the show. Okay. And she had said, like, a few times, like, no, my character doesn't have any romantic, like, thing to anyone. Yeah. So that could easily be, like, her avoiding spoilers and kind yeah. of whatever. So I'm kind of starting to think, like, what what if they're really just trying to, like, emphasize this bond between them in a weird way? Maybe. But that might be, like, too far-fetched. Because I'm like, I don't know if... The, the show is definitely, like pretty self-aware of itself like yeah. self-aware you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. owen wilson's like joking like that's so weird that you like yourself like right. this is, that's like freaking i'm disgusted this yeah yeah my reality's say? breaking yeah yeah, yeah. He's like you're literally breaking my reality <laughs> um doesn't sound like that but but i don't know i that's either marvel's way of being like yeah it's weird but like accept it or that's marvel's way of saying like oh no this isn't a it's thing not a thing I don't, I don't know. know. It doesn't make sense why two Loki's falling in love would cause a nexus event. Because, mm. like, I don't know, Loki is narcissistic and crap. Like, of course he'd fall in love with himself. Yeah, that's that, true. Right? And then if they get a bill, a bil- they get destroyed. <laughs> What's the yeah. opioid word? They get destroyed by the apocalypse. Why would it matter if they kiss? That's true. Right? Yeah. So there had to be some. There's something, something else. Yeah, there's something. Maybe about. Well, it, that kind of goes into the theory aspect of episode five, but before, before we, we get, get to there. before we get there, yeah, we have a few fun ways to break down episode four yeah. and with a series of questions. So we're gonna break down episode four in kind of three ways. Mm-hmm. One is kind of uh, what we like to call our "wow" moment. Wow. You know, the Owen Wilson "wow." Like, wow. what was your "wow" moment from uh, episode four? My "wow" moment. My first. Wow moment would be when Owen Wilson got zapped, got zip zap zapped, because I that just oh my I screamed yeah I, oh my gosh dude I thought he was dead forever and he was talking about jet skis yeah and I was like I think no. the worst part too was so obviously as I mentioned earlier me and Chandler live together but like you know it's a huge thing like we on on Wednesdays you know we get together and we watch the episode and so we're all like high intensity like super focused <laughs> paying attention to every detail thanks to new rock stars and <laughs> and literally like as soon as Owen Wilson like I think the crazy part about that moment too was the whole episode you're thinking Owen Wilson listened to yeah. Mobius yeah. listened to Loki yeah. like he I know you don't trust him most of the time because he's an untrustworthy person, but you almost kind of feel bad for Loki because mm-hmm. you're like, you know, he's um, 
he's been so sketchy before, but this time he actually knows something, but nobody wants to listen to him because he's like the boy who cried wolf. Right. And I'm like, Mobius, please listen to Loki. <laughs> you know, like before, so like Loki yeah. tells him, like, you're all being controlled. He's like, good you're one, like, Loki. good one, yeah. And you're like, no. And so I think what was so intense about uh, Mobius, like getting, what is it called, uh, pruned or whatever, was that um, he finally was like, discovered the truth about the TVA and you're so excited that he's finally teaming up with Loki Uh and you're like yes 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 like what could like what's gonna happen and the next thing you know I honestly I didn't think he was gonna get uh, pruned in that moment no I didn't think so I thought like they were gonna do some cool fight scene or like like Loki was gonna like somehow uses magic, although it doesn't work in the TVA. I don't know. I just, right, something, some ex machina was going to happen, and yeah. then, it, then it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, and at that moment, you think pruning means being dead, too. Mm. Obviously, you know, we find out later what it really means, but, so you're just like, what? They, they had Owen Wilson for two characters. Yeah. For two episodes. Wow. Oh, wow. They really did. <laughs> that's, a, that's definitely one of the best wow moments. What? I think my wow moment... I think when they cut off the head of the oh my of one of the what are the timekeepers like, timekeepers I sound like such a noob I'm like mm. what's Marvel <laughs> um, I think actually okay that was probably my biggest wow moment but I think the mm. first one was how the episode starts because keep in mind episode three was set all on this other planet lamentus one I, yeah lamentus one and they were just there the whole time mm-hmm. and then episode four starts and. Um, you, we see the timekeepers, like, first thing in that episode. Right. And I remember being like, whoa. Yeah. Like, this is a step. And I think that, I think that, honestly, the whole episode, as, like, cheap as this is to say, was a wow moment. It really was. was. like, every scene was just like, we haven't seen this before. We haven't yeah. seen this before. Like, it really felt like a step. Not even a step. It felt like a, a, a like a jog or a, yeah. a jump in, the, in like, <laughs> a, a bigger direction. But I, I, I would probably say my biggest, like, wow moment was... Um, Obviously, Owen Wilson was a huge one. Yeah. But if I had to choose one other than that was when they cut off the head of the... Yeah, of the timekeepers. Timekeepers. And you could see the sparks. Well, I didn't see the sparks at first. Really? Yeah, because I, I saw the head come off. I, uh-huh. like, I, I've watched a few people react to that episode. And they're like, oh, there's sparks. I didn't even notice. I didn't, <laughs> it, I, it wasn't until it like rolled on the floor that I was like, wait a minute. And then that big moment. Oh, there's so many wild moments. There's so many Because there's also moments. that part where after you figure out they're robots essentially mm-hmm. you know loki kind of says in a meta way like then who's behind this you know right. he's like totally speaking. yeah like super kind of cheesy like, like he's totally on the side of the crowd right like, like he's, he's like a viewer audience. watching loki yeah. yeah wow that is wow i also loved another wow moment for me it was when they were in the elevator to the timekeepers and sylvie asked her what oh. what was it that like brought that got me into? Like goes, what was my nexus? Yeah, yeah. She goes, I don't remember or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man. You know, it's funny. It really was like that moment where Thanos and and, and Scarlet Witch, yes. Wanda, are like, she's like, you took you. everything. <laughs> He's like, I don't even know who you are. And you're just like, no. I know. Yeah, that, that dude. There were so many wow moments in that episode, so though. Weird. And then obviously, like, the end credit scene. We knew there was going to be... And what's funny was when me and Chandler were watching the episode, we're like, there's an end credit scene. There's an end credit scene. Like, there has to be. For sure. Yeah. For sure. The whole episode felt like it was going to end on a cliffhanger, too. Yeah. It was just like... Oh, totally. Non-stop, you were like, all right, this is the end. This is the end. When they come out of the portal, this is the end. When they yeah. get in the elevator, this is the end. And it just kept going. And you... Do you know what's funny about that though? Is like you know a show or a movie is good when you're like, please no 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 don't no no no. You're like you're like a child like not wanting to go to bed. You're like no 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 don't end. Oh my 
my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, I, I felt that same way too. I think WandaVision gave me literal PTSD. Facts. Uh, I'm just, who is that? Sorry, that's my door. They're so oh, rude. Um, but I think like WandaVision gave me that kind of like. That PTSD, we got that please stand by. Yeah, please stand by <laughs> sign. So we're just like, now I just think of Loki. Triggered, yeah. You know what's funny? Was if you rewatch episode four of Loki, there's this moment where they're in what's her name's office. Uh, Ravonna Mo- Raves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Mobius is. Oh my gosh! Sorry about that, guy. I'm so sorry. Um, but Mobius is uh, in there, and it shows a uh, like a record player type thing, or like a like where tapes go in. Right. I it I looked at the stand by. Same. And I was like, No, WandaVision, get out, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Go into the multiverse somewhere. <laughs> I literally, like, got triggered when I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, speaking of Nexus event, does does this tie in with Scarlet Witch at all, of what she's done? I don't know. Because, I mean, like, we really didn't start talking about Nexus beings or right. ne- Nexus events in, until WandaVision. Until WandaVision? Like, WandaVision really introduced that, you know, with all their, like, the commercial. It, commercial breaks mm-hmm. in between the episode. It'd be like, Nexus this, right, you know, Nexus yeah. that. Um, and then it, at one point in the show, doesn't she be, she's, she knows she's like a Nexus being? Or? I mean, I think they just call her the Scarlet Witch for yeah, the first time. Yeah, yeah, I think um, kind of just implies. And it's like, yeah, it's that commercial for the medicine. It's like Nexus. Yeah, yeah, The crossroads it. of all, it's like Nexus, the crossroads of all realities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, so I don't know, I think, I think it has to, well, if you think about it too, Kevin, I don't know if you remember this or if you've heard this, but Kevin Feige... Uh, said way before Loki came out mm-hmm. that um, that there was this sort of like trilogy, not so much trilogy, but like story arc that started with WandaVision and ended with Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Gotcha. So there was like the multiverse in like being hinted at in WandaVision and then the multiverse right. being hinted at in Loki. And it, he, he very much said that like Loki, WandaVision, Spider-Man and yeah. Doctor Strange have this kind of like flow to it if that makes sense yeah that makes sense so i do think that loki and kevin feige also did say recently about um one or uh, loki is probably one of the more important shows right um that they've released so far that makes sense so i think that's why falcon and winter soldier felt kind of out of place totally it was like i've seen uh sam wilson as captain america was incredible the yeah. best part about it everything else about that show is forgettable yeah you know what totally I mean? and also um so those were our wow. Is there any wow moments you want to share? Um, no, I think that's pretty. Other than them almost kissing. Sweet. So we yeah true. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so we got kind of the layout for how the episode went and how it's gone so far. We mm-hmm. got our wow moment from the episode. Mm-hmm. Now, this is gonna be a fun one. Ooh. Let me know if you guys catch on to this. What was your very eh eh moment? <laughs> Get it? Variant. Variant. Uh, Variant. Yeah. Got him. Really bad. Chandler came up with that okay, one. Okay, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Chandler came up with that one. He's like, that's too cheesy. I was like, no, that's kind of cute. Let's, <laughs> let's do very eh moment. So essentially what we mean by what was your very eh moment was what was something in the episode that you weren't as fond of or maybe thought they could have done better mm-hmm. or something they should have emphasized more or something they should have left out? What was mm-hmm. what was your very eh moment? My biggest very eh moment would be the Lady Sif scenes. I think that I was, was done was say the same so thing. poorly. Yeah. I was going to say the same it thing. Looks like, like it looks like a set, number one. Like totally. A, and then it, I don't know, and just the way... 
don't know, it was just all really weird. It was cool to see Lady Sif again, but then it was just like, Damn. I don't know. And then when he, when Mobius like walks out and he looks like Chris Harrison from The Bachelor, and he's gonna be like, "Are you ready to meet your women?" <laughs> like that's like. Have you heard that before? Or did you just make that up? I just made that up. That's hilarious. That's one hundred percent. He walks out, and I was like, "Chris Harrison." <laughs> that's so amazing. That's what I. I, love that. I don't know. So the whole thing. It's just overdone. And then they put him back in there again, and I was like, no, like we've got enough. Like, we don't need that again. Yeah, I think um, I think I like that scene, mm-hmm. but I don't like it at the same time. So I I, I totally agree with what you're saying, because there, there was something in me that was like excited to see Civ again, because I was like, whoa, a cameo. Right. But I think the scene itself was just like my most like forgettable scene. Like it was just kind of like you know, they did the whole, like, Groundhog Day, like, on re- he's on this, like, loop right. to kind of get beat up a little bit, you know, to learn from his mistakes. Uh-huh. And I get the whole premise of it, but I think, and it was cool to think, oh, we're in Asgard right now, blah, blah, blah. But it very much did feel like, even some of the sound effects, you know, yeah. like, her hitting him, I was like, why is this scene so poorly done? Like, so, it was like, so like, poorly it done. It looked like a set, like you said. Yeah. And the sound effects for the fighting was like, whoopsh. Right. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, what? Ah, Whoop, boom. <laughs> um, and then, and then also, yeah, it just felt kind of like yeah, weird. And the way it was like shot, it was shot as if it was like a 2D thing you're looking at, not like a 3D film. That's you know what true. I mean? Huh. It was all shot from like this monologuing perspective. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know why they did that. I don't know why. That is just weird. Mm. Maybe to convey that this is a fake world that they're in. Yeah, maybe. But, but Loki like was like, oh, I'm in Asgard. Like he looked around. And he was yeah, like, oh, I know he, where I am. He knew. So yeah, why not like make it right? Too. Why not make it like a detailed set? Yeah. I don't know. That part just really threw me off. Maybe that's annoying and nitpicky, but yeah, I would say the only thing about it that I would like forgive them. <laughs> that's a bit extreme, but I think like <laughs> I forgive. I think one thing that's like reconcilable is that a word mm-hmm. for it is like it is a show at the end of the day it like is. obviously marvel has a massive budget you right know? i think like if this is the worst thing that we see in the show then i'll take it that's true um what was my very yeah. eh moment i gotta think about this one i don't know i that was i was literally gonna say that so now i have to wing I stole it. it you stole it um hmm maybe Honestly, sometimes I don't like all the scenes that are spent in her office. What's her name? I don't know. Really? I forgetting her name. Ramona Renslayer. Yeah. It Ravona. It's one of those. Renslayer. Yeah. I sound like a noob. But uh, I don't know. Like, they're not bad necessarily, but there are times where I'm like, Ooh. although the scenes in this episode were, like, good, and they're kind of like, they were kind of like, they made you, an- like, super anxious because you're like, Owen oh, Wilson, don't get caught doing this thing. I know, I know. Um, I would say that's one of them. What do you think about Hunter B-15? Are you a fan of her? I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I thought she was kind of like an annoying actor and character. Mm-hmm. And then I think I think this episode proved me wrong with her acting skills. Because mm. originally I was just thinking, oh, this, this girl is kind of like a, not a bad actor, but like she's kind of just meh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, but I think this episode seeing her like emotional like where she could go as an actress like True. her emotional the range. depth yeah, her range yeah. uh, I was like whoa actually that was like True. really convincing and uh, especially you know when she's like show me you know show me like yeah. my life before this you feel that with yeah her. You 100% know, you, you don't even like this character but you're like I feel so bad for her I right know. now and then seeing her like set Loki and Sylvie free was so sick you're just so like oh sick when she yeah, shows up yeah dang she's a real one um, but I didn't like her at first yeah I yeah. Agree. 
I think, yeah, that scene with her and Sylvie in the rain, there was a part of me that was like, oh, like I want to see what she's seeing. Mm. But I kind of like that they didn't show us. Same. I kind of like, it was like, we have to imagine that it's just some beautiful memory and then we just see her acting. Yeah, it's perfect. I do kind of think that's better because sometimes, you know, in like Marvel, they'll show these like flashbacks and it can be a little like... I don't know. Like, it, you don't really connect with it that well. And yeah. I feel like this left you up, like, this kind of left your imagination open to, like, what was she doing? Like, right. what was, you know, she said, like, oh, I was I was happy. And she's, like, you know, right. Sylvie's, like, agrees with her, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and Sylvie also kind of, like, shows that kind of heartbroken yeah. perspective mm-hmm. as well, which I was, like, wow, that's crazy. Um, I'm trying to think of another... Like man, moment, moment. Yeah, it was um, a long episode. It was a long episode. It was really good overall. It was really like good I, overall. I guess and it was one of the better episodes. I guess it's a good thing that I have to dig yeah. to like find something I didn't like. I will be honest though. Uh, at first, when I saw the timekeepers, I was like, "Oh, the CGI is kind of weird." Yeah, yeah. And then I think the fact that they end up being like robots, robots I was like, "Okay, now I don't care." Um, yeah. One thing I will actually, I I think I have a very eh moment was I think when um Loki fights sometimes. Yeah. He's like a good fighter. You know, like in the first in like, like the first Avengers. The yeah. first Avengers movie, he's like totally destroying people. Um and obviously he could use his magic and stuff like that, so that's an argument in of it itself. That's but true. I think sometimes in this show he's like getting beat up pretty easy. And especially in this episode, and obviously they want to show like competition and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm like, look, he's like a good fighter, you know? right? Like, so I, there were some moments <laughs> well, where Sylvie was fighting, and she's like, and it's taking Loki forever to win, and I was like, I don't, I don't know, like the the Loki that we saw in Avengers and Thor and um, and Ragnarok, like especially yeah. when he shows up to Asgard, yes. and he's just like destroying Jeez. all those people. Yeah, uh, I was like, I kind of wish we saw more of that. Maybe we will see that, yeah. you know, like especially in this next episode. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that was kind of my thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Some of the fight scenes in general feel a little lackluster, I guess. I don't know if you felt that. Maybe compared to Falcon and Winter Soldier, too. Because Falcon and Winter Soldier, fight choreography was crazy. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. All the fight scenes were so good. The fight scenes were really good. And Loki, I don't know. Their fight scenes just feel a little less polished. I don't know. I think the ones that were... I think there's certain fight scenes that are the best fight scenes we've seen in Marvel recently, mm-hmm. especially like in episode three, you know, that, you know, that one shot, it's supposed to be like one shot the whole yes, time. And they're, and they're going through, through and it's just breaking down. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I think so it was good. moments like that, that made me think like Loki is the best Marvel show yet. Wow. Um, I just came up with this. Whoa. Well, 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 mm-hmm. I can speak. I just came up with this on the spot for our next segment. This mm-hmm. is our last segment for uh, episode four. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me know what you think about this. Okay. What was your Nick theory about <laughs> the episode? You're a genius. I'm a genius. <laughs> Nick theory. Just to let you guys in on what we're doing, we wrote down on a notepad like the the topics of what we're talking about, and it literally just says theory. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick theory's not in the show, but, but it, Marvel. Come Marvel, on. Agents uh, of Shield. <laughs> you know? What was your, your Nick, Nick theory, theory of the episode? The episode. That is such a good question. And and I guess like a better way to put that too is like, what do you feel like it's setting up? What do you feel like is gonna happen in the next episode? Um, so so this segment's kind of a segue into episode five. Our predictions for episode five, um, our predictions of what's gonna happen, what episode four set up, 
So let's kind of segue into episode five now. Let's do that. Well, you were telling me a really good one earlier, so I'll let you go first okay. so that I make sure I don't steal it. Honestly. Yeah, totally. Um, so I was telling Chandler that I kind of have a feeling that episode five, I don't know if they'll deal with it necessarily in episode five, um, but I have this theory that, um, you know, Chandler is asking me if all these variants have their own, like, little worlds or right. something, and, like, is Owen Wilson's Mobius... In his own little like Owen Wilson world, wow. <laughs> you know he Lightning just like McQueen. he just wakes up and looks around him and he sees Lightning McQueen, and, like the guy from every other movie he's played. <laughs> you know the other ones, yeah. You know, Owen Wilson's famous. We've um, only seen Cars. That's yeah. the only Owen Wilson movie. We're like, who's Owen Wilson? <laughs> Shanghai Noon. Um, but yeah, like you know, he's saying, do you think all these variants have their own worlds? And I was like, no, I kind of think that they're all in exile on the same world. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that there's a huge possibility that's not true. But just from, like, trailer footage and stuff like that, it kind of looks like Loki, or Mobius is on his way to Loki. Like, it looks like he's, like, he's trying to find him or get to a place to where he knows he is or mm-hmm. something. So I have a feeling they're all in this desolate place. And uh, it's a very weird world, but what we find out is that it's actually in the quantum realm. Um, because I was telling Chandler, I, I just when you think about the TVA being outside of time and all this kind of stuff, the only thing that makes sense up to this point in the context of Marvel and what we've been introduced to so far is the quantum realm. The quantum realm is the only thing so far that's referred to being out of time. Time works differently down there. If you think about uh, Ant Man, you know. Um, he is the very reason they were able to travel back in time and travel forward in time and kind of time jump. Um, it was because they were traveling through the quantum realm. So what if the TVA, TVA actually has the whole time has been in the quantum realm? And so this, this exile that they're in is not, not so much like actually death or hell or whatever. It's, uh, it's just another pocket reality or something in the quantum realm, right. um, which still is able to exist outside of time. And they would have no way out of the quantum realm. You know, it's like if you just place someone there, they wouldn't know how to get out. So, yeah. so the question is then, I guess, like, you know, is this all taking time? Is this all taking place in the quantum realm, or is it specifically just this exile that's in the quantum realm? Is the TVA actually just truly exists out of time, and it's kind of a new thing that Marvel is going to introduce introduce us to? Uh-huh. Is it just all magic related? Um, yeah. Did yeah. I sum it up well? Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. I was thinking while you were saying that, this show has kind of destroyed our thoughts that, like, oh, multiverse exists already, right? Because it makes us, like, the sacred timeline. But what if there's multiple TVAs mm-hmm. and they all protect one certain timeline? Whoa. And they call it the sacred timeline, right? But there's actually multiple sacred timelines. And so the branches are actually, they stop them. Whoever's in charge stops them so it doesn't go with another multiverse and just continue. Oh, so, like, it doesn't, like, bleed into their reality type right, of thing? Right, yeah, yeah, So there's all these, like, independent realities there's, going on. Right, exactly. And, okay, yeah. That so can... then the, the the pruning is just them sending them to the darkest timeline. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good theory. Right, interesting, yeah. right? Because we've kind of had this idea throughout MCU. Anyone that's, like, read the comics at all knows about multiverse and knows that there's multiple iterations of everything yeah so we had this idea that it exists in some sort and then loki comes along and it's like no this is the sacred timeline this is the only timeline that we're on there's no multiverse but there could be if something goes wrong yeah but there's no multiverse maybe that's a lie yeah because the tva is not obviously now we know for sure 
Yeah, I still, I don't know. I There's a part of me, though, that still feels like um, this might be the... Because I've heard a few people online make theories about the TBA. Like, maybe the TBA has just always existed. Mm-hmm. And, like, over courses of time, however it works in the TBA, you know, people have overthrown it or taken it over. I kind of feel like the TBA was genuinely created by one person mm-hmm. and someone who wanted to be in control... King, and someone who <laughs> wanted to have that power over kind of the world so that they could live in peace. Right. Not so much in a Thanos way, but more of a they want power and control. And yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. I think I still kind of. And also, the reason I back up my quantum realm theory is mm-hmm. if this does end up being Kang, Kang is the main villain in Ant Man Quantum Mania. Confirmed. Like he's the villain in that movie. And so if this movie is setting up Kang. Why would Kang be in some other universe? Wouldn't right. he just be in the quantum realm? Like, maybe he's just mastered it. Maybe he's just, like, he's been in the quantum realm for a long time, and, um, you know, this is really going to start to tie into the third Ant-Man. But I think, also, Loki is setting up more than just Ant-Man 3. I think it's setting up Doctor Strange. It's setting up Spider-Man. Um, no Way, no Way Home. Yeah. All those kind of things. Yeah. Are you officially Kang Gang? That he's a big bad? Um, I want to be, but yeah. I also have learned we my have lessons. From, yeah, we we bled a little bit. I think from WandaVision, just like, just completely being like, we're going to see Reed Richards. Yeah, we're going to see Reed Richards. And yeah, we're going to get a hint to Mephisto. We're going to get a hint to Fantastic Four. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if King was not the emphasis, but I also feel like, this show does have more evidence pointing towards King. I mean, the timekeepers look like King. Yeah, literally. They're like mod- they they almost look like they're modeled after him. Yeah. And one weird thing is they confirmed the casting of the actor who's playing King, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors like mm-hmm. forever ago, yeah. and it's like I feel like they wouldn't have done that. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just a weird thing to like announce like way before Ant-Man comes out. To be fair, though, they did announce a casting of, like, Cassie, you know, the new actress True. who's playing her, so that, that could be, like, a good argument. Like, Do you think the other Lokis that our Loki has gone to now know what's going on with the TVA? Do you think they have any knowledge about it? That's a great it? question. I, I, don't, I don't think I've thought about that. Um, here you go. Think about it now. Yeah, here you go. Also, <laughs> we didn't talk about that moment. Did we talk about that moment? We haven't talked about that moment. <laughs> We're all talking about the wow moments. We didn't even talk about, like, the freaking wow moment. classic Loki, kid Loki, that was gator Loki. Thing. Yeah, um... Sorry, I'm throwing this podcast all over the place. I need to talk about that moment real quick. So we're going to take a pause on talking about more predictions. Yeah. But with episode four, uh, did you notice right away like that the Avengers kind of theme music was playing in the background? Yes. You did? Yes, I did. Because I remember thinking... I, huh. I was like, yeah, I was like, whoa, I think I hear it. Do you think that was just kind of like a, a meta joke? Or do you think that was kind of like a, like a hint at like Loki starting his own assemble type team oh i didn't even think about that yeah that is cool i saw somebody compare the last shot of episode four where loki looks up and sees like guys to the last shot not the last shot but the shot in avengers where he looks up and sees hawkeye yeah and they're all looking at him um so yeah i could see that a little nod to his assembling of his loki team yeah mischievous yeah because I, I i really wasn't sure if it was like a meta joke you yeah. know kind of like a you know what's happened before like, yeah you know avengers you know this and it's just kind of like a little nod to fans um but obviously as we 
kind of have guessed, like, with theory so far, is that these Lokis are going to probably gonna break team out. Up. Right. The one thing is, so I guess we'll go back into our, like, theory segment, but do you think that um, our Nick theory segment, <laughs> do you think that they're going to be allies? Yeah. You think Him so? And all the other Lokis? Yeah. I could imagine one of the Lokis, a very, like, you know, classic sabotage-esque kind of story they're like about to break into the TVA about to get out of this thing and then one of the Lokis goes rogue I don't mm. know something like that like he has like I mean? some crazy plan right because there's always going to be something going wrong when Lokis are involved that's true but as a whole I think yeah they're going to be teaming up okay you think the gator is a Loki I think, uh, I think it is a Loki. I hope it's a Loki. Because like, I feel like it wouldn't make sense for it to have the, the horns. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of like a... It'd be a weird... Be super weird. Unless I explain it in the next episode, which like we don't know anything about these Lokis yet, except for like from the comics. True. I do think that classic Loki... Um, Richard E. Grant? Yeah, Richard E. Grant. I mm-hmm. think he will be the main emphasis of the episode. Too. Because they got, they got a huge actor to play classic yeah, Loki. Nice. And yeah. also... It's literally he's called classic Loki, you know, like he's a big deal. Yeah. So I wonder. I'm honestly kind of nervous. Like, what if, what if the show ends and Loki is like mind controlled by classic Loki or something, you know? Because like, think about it. Like the history of Loki throughout the comics, he's always like he he can he he doesn't give an f about the other Lokis. No. He cares about himself, his agenda. So yeah. he'll literally like go into the body. He goes into the body of Sif and becomes Lady Loki. Right. You know he takes over a younger body version of Loki. You know he does all these things to like make himself kind of reign. Mm-hmm. And I think I think what we're seeing in Tom Hiddleston's like Loki, you know the MCU Loki, is that he is becoming somewhat of a good guy. Yeah, and I wonder if like this classic Loki's one gonna like gonna want to reign, take advantage of that. Yeah, but the only reason I couldn't see that happening is, it's like, do we really want to see bad Loki again? Yeah, you know, do we really want to see like Loki taking over the world again? Right, or, like ruling Asgard. Kind of been there, or, done that. Yeah, yeah. that would be interesting. How do you think? I guess yeah. What are your predictions in episode five? For episode five, I think we're gonna get a really interesting scenes. Multiple scenes between Renslayer and Sylvie. Because oh, she's interrogating her right now, kind of, yeah, right? Episode 4 ended that way. Yeah. She spared her she's, life. Yeah, she's like, tell me everything. Yeah. Um, so that would be interesting. I don't know what... I wonder what Renslayer knows. Yeah. I mean, Renslayer knows that everybody in the TVA is variants. Yeah. And in the comics, obviously, she's, she's Kang's lover. I was about to say, I was like, did you know that? that right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I think that... I think we'll see a little bit of that. Maybe we'll get a king hint. I don't. I don't know. And then Loki. I think we'll get a good old fashioned Owen Wilson Mobius finding Loki. Yeah. Driving that little car to the volcano, looking for him. I don't know. Yeah. I think. Um, I don't know. I feel like honestly, episode five is gonna start, mm-hmm. and I think the first thing we'll see. Oh, I'm scared to say this. Say it. Say it. Say it. Well, I wanted to start with just, like, picking up right where Loki woke up again. Oh, yeah. I don't think it will, though. I don't think it will. Marvel doesn't usually do that. Yeah, I think it'll pick up with Sylvie. Yes. I think that'll be kind of, like, the ease into the episode. But I think it's going to be a... Do you think it's going to be another, like, episode four, just, like, a wild ride of an episode? I think so. I think there was an interview where where Loki, where Tom Hiddleston was, like, episode four and episode five are the 
the prime or something oh, like that. Really? Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, now I'm more nervous. I know. Yeah, I, I think my, my honest prediction for the episode is we're going to get to know the new Lokis mm-hmm. or old Lokis, whatever, um, and their unique you know, characteristics, but there there's has to be some sort of um, agenda or like threat to this yeah. episode. Because yes. well, yeah. Because obviously episode four ended with like, you know, you will go to hell if you don't right. come with us. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And and it seems like they're preparing for something. Right. So is like the T V A coming to them? Uh-huh. Are they sending the big bad? Like it seems like what there, is the threat? Yeah, like, right. Because it, it any, seems like there's something gonna happen big yeah, in episode four where, like, Loki learns something new and um, they all get together. And it looks like from trailers we've seen from months ago that there's Loki with his famous crowns on his head, right? Uh, his helmet, you know, and 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 it like a group of people with like right. like swords and stuff. So I'm just I don't know. I'm so like I'm honestly like. Don't like, know what to think. <laughs> I know. That's an interesting thought because the format of the show so far has been that like every episode has a looming threat. Like one and two is like there's a Loki out there killing and enchanting people. Episode three is Lamentis crashing apart. Yeah. And four is Rinslayer's lies and Loki and Sylvie are they telling the truth? Like there's this threat that's coming down on them. And so like what what is episode five gonna be? Because now yeah. Rinslayer is captive. Loki's just and the timekeepers are, are timekeepers fake. Are fake. So there has to be some so there sort ha- of... You're right. There's going to be a threat. The, and the Lokis have to know something. Yes. You know, like... Because for them to say, like, you will be in hell soon if you don't come with us, well, why aren't they in hell? Right. True. You know? Interesting. What do they know, those Lokis? Yeah. And also... Yeah, I don't know, like, really what to expect. Because from trailers, it looks like... Mobius is either running from something or running to Loki. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he's in a rush. Yeah. Maybe there's like this portal mm-hmm. that somehow takes him back to TBA or takes yeah. him to a normal timeline. And they're all. I don't know. I don't know. So there's some threat, though. Maybe Loki is going to have to like beat himself to get through. Maybe. No. no. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Poor choice of words, for sure. <laughs> poor choice of words, boy. <laughs> Very poor choice of words. Joker <laughs> impression. We just become a DC. <laughs> um, who do you, do you think anybody dies this episode? Ooh, episode. Episode five deaths. Could Renslayer be pruned? I don't, I don't think, think Renslayer so. will die. I think if her life is threatened whoever this big bad is, whether it's, it's King or whoever, daddy. will, like, come back for her. Because she knows something. She does. I mean, I well, she, she knows clear, everything. She knows everything. Like, but, she, like, it's pretty clear from episode four yeah. that, like, she pruned, you know, um, whatever that girl's name was because mm-hmm. she knew that she wasn't in this, you know, she knew the, re- the realities of the TBA, yeah. so she got pruned. So she obviously knows a lot. She's super sketchy in episode four. Um, she's clearly, like, Seems pretty evil. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that she got promoted to head whatever. You yeah, know what I mean? She yeah. was like a hunter. After she made that mistake with the, yeah. with the Sylvie. So, like, what happened to that guy? And then why... How did she... Was she a variant that was just kind of cool with it? It was like, oh, I guess that's how it is. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll maybe, if, maybe if it really is King, he either knew her before the time variant Or they thing, fell in love. Or, like, she was a variant and he had a special attraction to her. He just thought that he was, was just like sexy looking variant. He's like, variant. Dang. Hey, variant. Hey, she's variant. like, she's like, huh? 
He's like, come over here, Variant. Uh-huh. And she walks over to King, and then they just have a good time. This is like, actually a Loki fan fiction they, they podcast. Get, yeah, they get lunch together, maybe like Thai food. From uh-huh. like, but like, because they can go to they can Thailand. Go, they can go to Thailand. Whenever they want. Yeah, so like, when was, when was Thai food created? And then, and then uh, Rinsire says, where are we? And Kang goes, don't you mean, when are we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We should, we should call we should it Marvel. write a Marvel show. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, hey, we got it from here, boys. We're good. Me we and figured Chandler. it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know how to name like, most of the actors. So they're like, ah, no, we're good. Um, okay, fine. Let's, let's do some more. Uh, instead of predictions for episode five, we uh-huh. can go back to that in a second, but... How do you think they're gonna wrap up Loki? That is such a beautiful question. I truly have no idea. I could see that Tom Hiddleston dies, really? and Sylvie is the Loki in future MCU projects. I'll be honest with you, I'm not a sexist, yeah. but I would hate that. Interesting. <laughs> That's something a sexist would say. Yeah, I'm like, I swear, to God, I swear to God, I'm not a sexist. Yeah, I, I like her sad, as an actress. But Tom Hiddleston is just like, a beautiful man. Yeah. Well, I love her as an actress, but I think, like, oh, why all this character development for Loki? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I get, he's, I get he's been around since, like, freaking 2009 or whatever, mm-hmm. or 10 or 11, but, like, was it 2011 that yeah, it came out? Yeah, like that. Um, but, like, I, I feel like the beautiful thing about these Marvel shows is, like, characters you either didn't care about or, like, knew not a lot about are starting to be, like, your favorite characters. True. Like WandaVision, it took two people that you never want to see leave the MCU again. Right. You know, and I think Loki, I think even though he's been around for a long time, he is getting, like, this show has showed things about him as a character um, and, like, his inward, like, emotions and feelings and the reason why he does what he does Mm -hmm. that we've ever seen before in Marvel. Yeah. Like, we've never known these things about, like, we've always assumed, oh, yeah, Loki's a narcissist and we've always known that we know he's full of himself. We know he's prideful. We know he's insecure. But, like, the show is verbalizing it. And, True. like, putting it in a way that's just like, wow. And you're, like, getting to wow. know this character. <laughs> wow. um, that's true. Honestly, the thing, I, I feel like they're going to wrap up the story. And Loki is going to be king of Asgard. Oh, where you always wanted to be. You think I, it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing? I think thing? he's going to be a good king. Oh. Maybe, maybe. Are there any, like, set pictures or anything of him in Love and Thunder? Do you know? No, there's not. There's not. And they, they claim that he's not in the movie at all. That my, is so interesting. My, my theory is that Loki is king of Asgard in a new reality within the multiverse. And it's a reality that is... Like, we haven't seen. It's a timeline that's unrelated to the MCU. Wow. And, wow. And, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I yeah. there. To be fair, though, I have seen photos released by Marvel of Loki sitting in Asgard. On uh, sitting on the throne with right. his arms out. It does kind of look evil. It does look evil. But I could see them, like, wrapping up a story with... But what if they do do a little twist at the end where it's like, Loki's such a good guy now, and then it's like at the last moment, he's like, I'm still a little bit of a bastard, though. <laughs> you know, like, who's yeah. your favorite bastard? It's me, Loki. Yeah. That would be interesting. Do you think we'll see him again in the MCU after Loki? I think we better. Um, I hope so. But I kind of don't know where he'd fit. I don't know either. That's why I was like, Love and Thunder? Will he? But yeah, well, the thing I can is, see them lying about that. Yeah, they could easily They're be lying. They're liars. But, <laughs> for real. I the reason I don't know why we'd see him again 
or where we'd see him is like um I feel like they've hinted a lot at like him not going back to the main timeline because mm-hmm. they just like he'll just die again and die again. I don't know. I I just feel like I don't see where he would have a future mm-hmm. in the MCU. Yeah, it doesn't make uh, sense. I think like I don't I think they'll keep him around, but I don't think necessarily in a way that like he'll be in movies and mm-hmm. I don't know, but he's also a huge actor, so maybe that's huge stupid actor. to say. Like maybe we'll see him in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. It'd be awesome. It would how cool would this be? Yeah. What if Loki became a character that was like on par with Doctor Strange and like like magic wise? Yeah. Oh, like wow. and, and Wanda. Yeah, so it's like wild. it's like the Trinity, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> you know, it's like Doctor Strange, Strange is Jesus Christ yeah. and uh Wanda is the Holy Spirit yeah. and Loki uh, the Father. Loki the Father. <laughs> I love that. Maybe maybe Doctor Strange is the father. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't know. It'd be sick <laughs> to see like Loki on par with these guys and kind of like Yeah. Like a big part of multiverse of madness. Yeah. Um because I don't want to see him gone. And I don't yeah. think they have plans to get rid of him anytime soon. Yeah. Um, you think Sylvie dies? This not. I could see her dying. Yeah. Um, That'd be so sad. It would be really sad. I think, though, it would be one of those things where when she dies, it's like a real motivating factor for like, us uh, as an audience and yeah, him as a character. Like, yeah. And then maybe like an end credit scene that shows her like still alive somewhere. True. You know, like in the multiverse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love an end credit scene that is like Kang doing a very Thanos-esque, you know, like we don't see him throughout the whole series, and then all of a sudden he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> just like yeah, just like Thanos. Thanos moment? Yeah. Um, I could see something like that Yeah. happening at the very, very end, but I don't know. Do you think that the big bad is going to be Kang? I do. I'm going I'm to go ahead and go official Kang gang. Really? Yeah. I just think... It doesn't make sense. I've heard the theories that like it's like the best Loki is in charge of the TVA. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense as with the MCU as a whole. Yeah. Because he's a god of mischief, and I just don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a little mischievous to be messing yeah. with the timelines. But I I could see them doing that, so I don't want to shut the door on that. But um, I also feel like, like I said, with the whole like ending on Loki being a bad guy type thing, it's like we've seen that before. Yeah, but you they've know? done that. Like I think people are kind of tired of the like bad Loki. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Any other predictions? Oh, man. A good time. I think we're going to have a good time. time. That's, yeah. for, that's really I, I think... I guess we're the same thing with WandaVision, where we're just like, how are they going to wrap how, this up? That's so true. So I think with Loki, like we can make our predictions and stuff, but I'm just like, man, like how are they going to wrap this up? Because honestly, episode four took a turn that we're like, well, no, none of us now we don't know where we're going. Yeah, for real. You know, because I think a lot of us had a like good, not like we didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but we had like we kind f- of an idea. We felt like we had a little fake confidence, right? You know? And they just, oh man, and they're like, oh, actually, the timekeepers, yeah, yeah, they're robots. They're robots. Um, I will say, I feel like I'll be disappointed. This is why I like have my hopes lowered now. Is because mm-hmm. I don't want to like, I don't want to think. Like, what if what if it just ends up like the the bad guys just some random guy or something? It's just a random character, right? That suck. Like, I would be pretty disappointed. Yeah. Um, and I think I would also be disappointed to kill off Loki. Yeah. I don't know. I just think there's it's gonna it's gotta have a big MCU tie-in. Yeah. And it's so it's gotta be it can't just be like a Loki. Yeah. Because. Big Bad Loki is not, like, the MCU phase four. Yeah. Um, totally. So, I don't know. It's yeah. going to be something big, I think. 
gonna be something big. I'm trying to think if we should say anything else before this episode comes out. I mean, any final Pre- thoughts? What are, what are we? Final predictions final for tomorrow's thoughts. episode. What's your biggest, most outlandish prediction for tomorrow's episode specifically? My biggest. We'll end here. Outlandish uh, prediction. I would say. I would say that. Oh, I don't know. I'm like scared to like take a risk. <laughs> Why am I scared? <laughs> I'm like scared this, to say something stupid. This is my this is my prediction. Okay. The very end of the episode, Loki makes it back to the TVA. He sees Sylvie and they kiss. They kiss. And they kiss in the TVA. And if that is what caused the Nexus event, then the TVA just like crumbles. Oh. You know, shit. like it's just like, and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They just put a little makeout sesh. Yeah. Like, and it, like they don't even say anything. They just see each other, and she says like, <gasps> you know, like she something, and yeah. then they just. That's probably so loud. <laughs> He's like, you down to destroy some uh, organizations with me? Like, just, <laughs> um, I'll show you a Nexus event. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, baby. <laughs> Nexus, Nexus this. This is the same across all reality. Hey, yeah. um, I would say my most absurd <laughs> prediction is that Loki is joined back with Mobius in the episode, and it ends... With them confronting whoever the big bad is, Kane. Whether it's Kane, or <laughs> like like they're gonna step on the doorstep of this guy, like wherever he is. Give it all. Or he's gonna just he's just gonna like. Have you heard of the theory that they're actually in King City? My, yeah, with yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what if like King like decides to come down to his like little world, kind of like yeah. a, a god figure coming down to yeah. his like, Earth, and he comes down and he's just like. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I can see or, that. Or maybe like they go back to the TVA or something and I don't know. Dang. Well, well, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and all of our little nerding out. Yes. And we'll be around more, obviously. We'll probably do an episode tomorrow. Let's do it. Yeah, after uh, episode. episode five. Some, some predictions, some thoughts, all that kind of stuff. But then, uh, yeah, but we're loving Loki so far. It's freaking awesome chat more about marvel you got it we're loving loki and we're loving you yeah don't you forget it wow